Hey, what's up, you guys? <laughs> ew! <laughs> ew! Ew! Basketball Jones, I got a basketball Jones. Kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it. Okay, here we go. The bomb, what the bomb? Fantastic. Ha! Blew his toe off. Oh, bomb. Taking that toe. Get out of my fucking game. Whose house? Mira's house. Bitch, I run this city. But only consensually. Girl, you know I'm gonna ask for permission. Hey, everybody. Welcome to what we're going to now call episode one of Digital Recess, the podcast formerly known as the Future Gamers Podcast. I'm joined here today by your old buddy at Best in the Realm, Jacob. How are you, sir? I'm good. Glad to be back on the podcast. We took a little bit of a break there. Yeah. Went a little bit crazy. Made a new show. Yeah, re- real real <laughs> life happened. You've got a, a, a young son. Yeah. The, the, the start of the year was rough in a lot of ways for most of us. Uh, I am your, your old host. Uh, I guess your new host, technically. Uh, <laughs> Trollbeard, it's a.k.a. New, the Internet's Creepy Uncle. I like that. <laughs> That's sticking. <laughs> so like, this is that best in the realm, a.k.a. Thick Flare, you know. All right. All right. Thick Flare and the Internet's creepy uncle. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, to get this started, you know, this podcast is pretty much the same thing. If anybody checked out the Future Games podcast, same stuff, except it's not going to be weird if we talk about a few other things in our life, such as, you know, shows, music, whatever. Whatever we're using to kill the time and enjoy ourselves. So I guess we're going to start off here uh, and talk about what we've been up to recently. Just the basics. You've uh, been watching anything lately there, Jake? I just, I just want to start by saying I'm really disappointed because a bunch of people already have the name Thick Flare. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go look. Yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> Your disappointment. Now, uh, so what have you been watching lately? Uh, so lately, me and the missus have been watching uh, Trigger Warning. Do you have Netflix? Uh, I need to start it back up. It's it's weird. Like I got the emails. Like so, Sony gave out a lot of people that were PlayStation Plus members a voucher for like three free months of Netflix. Oh, wow. And I had redeemed it because, you know, I had an expiration date. And then I proceeded to watch, like, almost the entirety of both seasons of Castlevania on Netflix. And then I proceeded to not watch anything else. (laughs) So, like, in the past week, I've gotten emails like, hey, buddy, add a payment method if you want your Netflix to keep going. I was like, oh, shit, it's already been three months. (laughs) Netflix is where we primarily watch... Uh, everything, and I just wanted to throw out, just in case people are confused, this is formerly a feature of gamers. This is now digital recess, so we're going to talk about movies, games, TV shows, music, whatever. Uh, we're still going to talk about games, probably mainly, but 
sometimes there's nothing to talk about with games and sometimes we don't have time to play games and sometimes you just turn a movie on and that's what happens so i think this will allow us to have more people on and to have better conversations and you know just be a better show we're doing the opposite of what some companies do we're actually condensing all the shit we do into one show <laughs> yeah let, 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 let us get our our footing here and have have a nice uh easy to go to spot for everything pretty much so now that we got that out of the way um yeah there's a show on netflix uh which coincidentally coincides with some of my favorite musicians run the jewels uh killer mike and lp killer mike now has a show on netflix called trigger warning and it is fantastic <laughs> Uh, the first episode, and you know, he is a, a large black man. So the first episode, he realizes that the 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 Asian community, the Jewish community, they're very good, and some other communities are very good at keeping money within their communities. So you know, they'll go down to like an Asian, you know, uh, like Jiffy store or whatever it may be, and they just use you know, their own community stuff. Whereas his community, the black community, they're terrible at doing that. So he spent three days only being uh, serviced by, you know, black families at restaurants, farmers, barbers, stores. Uh, he had a cell phone made by a company that's owned by black, a black man, all that type of thing. So it was absolutely fascinating. And, you know, he's, really into marijuana and he couldn't get that anywhere <laughs> yeah because he lives uh still in georgia i want to say because he's part of the old atlanta crew of- right he at least for this show that's where he was going yeah but in the second episode is about public schools how bad they are pretty much and how they don't teach trade skills anymore yeah so that's, it is uh- his solution to that that's all I'm gonna say about that because that episode's <laughs> fucked up. Uh, I wonder if he's gonna touch on the uh, the racist subway of Atlanta. Any? Uh, no, I don't think he does anything that specific. Yeah. I think he has like an NRA episode. Uh, he did more broad strokes. But yeah, we're gonna definitely gonna watch a bit more of that. I also watched the three hour, three plus hour Joe Rogan podcast with him. Yeah, Killer Kill Mike's always been one of those fascinating guys to see like yeah like where he started you know it's kind of like uh the guy two chains it's yeah. like like the rapper two chains you know he started off just this dude in the posse for ludicrous called titty boy <laughs> that's Jeez. what he, he used to be referred to as titty boy and so now anytime i've ever heard anybody mention two chains oh i'm just like oh you mean titty boy <laughs> so <laughs> You, with your obscure fucking knowledge on gaming, are we going to find out you have all kinds of other knowledge? Now, I, I grew up in the hood. If it's if it's like early 90s to mid okay. 2000s rap, I probably know some random bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because yeah, like, uh, yeah, Killer Mike was one of those guys like, you know, he showed up on like Outcast albums. He showed up on individual he albums. He's kind of been around forever. Yeah, like he he's... But so has LP. Yeah. Both of those guys have been around forever, have been 
in successful f- from their original scenes, you know, because LP's from up in New York, so a lot of the East Coast, Upper East Coast rap guys showed up on because he was, you know, like LP stands for El Producto. You know, he was right. a producer just making beats before he started rapping in his own stuff. Yeah, I feel like both those guys have been like moderately successful. I I can't, you know, we don't really know, but man, run the jewels. They fucking blew up. Yeah, they blew up. I love, uh, I was randomly talking about Run the Jewels today with a guy at work because uh, I don't remember how it came up, but we were talking about when they did Meow the Jewels. What? So uh, I, it's, it's the first or second album. They redid like all the tracks where all the beats are cat sounds. Oh my god! And some of it is actually great. Like it started off as a joke, and then they said, "You know, fuck it, why not?" And they put out, like I said, the entire album. They go go back in with the original like recordings or redo some of the recordings to fit like the new beat, and it's all like cat sounds. And there's a a music video that Adult Swim produced with them. It's like all this super weird, like trippy, like CG art of cats that's playing out like fractals. So like there's like weird parts of cats sprouting off of other parts of cats. Oh my God. <laughs> I yeah. have a deep dive on this later. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll, I'll send that to you in the discord, but uh, yeah, like, like some of those beats are actually like super great. Like really shows the talent of a guy like, you know, LP like, Delivering so hard on the meme. Um, but yeah, that uh, when you're talking about like his show, it reminded me of like some of the weird stuff I've like whenever I would actively be watching Netflix, some of the weird deep dive stuff. Because I primarily, if I was on Netflix, I was watching documentaries. Because like outside of anime, like documentaries is like my primary thing I get around to watching. Yeah, absolutely. Same and uh, one of the one of the documentaries I saw covered uh, like individual weird things about like cultures and families. And this one was a this uh, spotlight on this like this Mississippi family, uh, and it's this Chinese family that lives in that area. Mm-hmm. So much like San Francisco was at the, you know, the end of, like, the Transcontinental Railroad or the the Trans-American Railroad. And, you know, so much of the, not not exactly slave labor, but slave labor building the railroads back in the day is why there's such a massive Chinese population starting in San Francisco because that's where the boats come in and the workers Mm. would travel down the line to work on it. So in Mississippi, like at the end, essentially of that rail line, of a fairly big community of these Chinese families stayed in Mississippi, and so now like there's entire like families of Chinese people that are you know indigenous to this area now, so they have you know standard Mississippi Southern accents, but they still have like a lot of their Chinese heritage and culture. So you get these weird like southern fried versions of like chinese food what what is this called i i don't know i need to look it back up just because it was like one of those weird things you stumble across and you're like well that's fascinating because like the state i live in 
you know, Arkansas, not too far from where I live, is where one of the Japanese internment camps was in in World War II. So there's a a city here in Arkansas that's a sister city with a a city uh, in Japan. It's like it was this weird kind of like outreach program of both of these cities that had, you know, basically internment camps for residents of the other country. Yeah. And it was this kind of like outreach program to send people back and forth and try to try to make amends. But yeah, there's there's like, you know, elderly, you know, Japanese families in the state you come across and you're like you you see their name and you talk to them, it's like they're probably <laughs> they, they they probably personally dealt with having to just sit in like these weird tents mm-hmm. and these weird outhouses. And yeah, that was a crazy situation. Yeah, George uh I would say George Takei from Star Trek had to deal with that. Yep, he did. Yeah, that's pretty wild. We're kinda of doing that again right now. <laughs> Some of the stuff. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a conversation for a more serious conversation yeah. for another time. But yeah, it, it was funny. Like where I, I, when I was working more directly in retail and not just like grunt work now that I do, you know, in the mornings. Uh, this this uh, group of Japanese tourists was coming through the area, and it was so weird. Like the the cultural spots in English that stand out in their country and they're looking for here. Mm-hmm. You know, like like this this older man, you know, wearing this hat for like this Japanese baseball team, like he's he he's he spoke English well enough for the group, but I guess most of the other people did not speak English well cuz you know these were 50, 60 year old people and he was asking me about this group called Celtic Woman. It's like it's like this group of like uh, Irish folk singers that like have been on like you know like infomercials of like the songs you know like okay like imagine like uh, old TV commercials for like Yanni the master of the pan flute like these weird compilations of this like the the these ladies they're like a group they record like traditional like Irish music but also they cover other songs. For some reason, this was a group that was well known enough to this group of people from Japan that they happened to look for a CD in the middle of nowhere, Arkansas, <laughs> while they're in America. Wow. <laughs> it's like, man, that's, that's it's odd that this is the one thing that these people pulled as they're here visiting for who knows how long. But yeah, we, we're, weird things you find in the reality of life. Yeah. And you just look a little deeper. It can happen. I uh, decided to go a bit more shallow. We watched Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Man, you want to talk about just like a why does this exist movie? I love there, there's a thing I saw on Reddit. <clears> the <throat> Jurassic Park is a movie about old things that should not come back and it has five sequels. <laughs> like, yeah. oh my god. Hey, I liked for the record, I like Jurassic World. I like the first one. It's a fun movie. This one is so fucking long. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like, so there's some great moments in that movie, but it's just like the whole time watching, I was like, they've already done this. 
It's, it, oh, yeah, no, about an hour and a half in, it was about 40 minutes left. I told Cam, I'm like, spoilers, uh, the raptor is going to kill the other raptor at the end. She's like, what? How do you, what, you've already seen this? I'm like, no. <laughs> so, I mean, kind of. Like, this is like the most transparent, you know, plot points ever. Yeah. And they, and they, and they made the, the poor old Asian, you know, scientist guy into the bad guy now. I was like, that really, was guys? Cool, though. That was a cool moment. Yeah, but then they haven't really done much with it other than just like no. show weird people trying to buy dinosaurs. <laughs> but then like I, I remember someone talking about this on a podcast before, but the whole laser rifle that you point at people and the raptor attacks them, like just fucking shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like if, if you've got to be that direct, it's like. I mean, you'd, you'd, you'd hope that they'd have like this as like some sort of satellite array in the future. And this is just proof of concept. But yeah, right now, this does not look favorable, guys. Like, I would not spend money on this. This is how you've got to Honestly, send dinosaurs though, to people. When I was watching it, and I can I remember people making fun of it. <clears throat> I was looking for that. I was looking for them to be like, this is proof of concept. And here is nope, how it's actually. They going don't to mention work. it at oh, all. This is, this is it. This is. The, the end of their idea. This movie was written by a nine-year-old. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it's bad. It's real bad. Yeah, thank, thankfully there's less scenes of poor Bryce Dallas Howard running in heels. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, dude, she's so running like decisions, like insane, like goddamn Tom yeah. Cruise in high heels in that first movie. Is like this poor woman has done some ridiculously like unnecessarily dangerous shit at different points in our life. Cause, uh, one of the, one of the podcasts you probably listened to, did you, uh, listen to the Spider-Man three in review from the kind of funny guys? Not yet. I haven't listened to those. So, so they talk about the fact that Bryce Dallas Howard is like in that movie as like, um, um, Felicia Hardy. I want to say, and the whole okay. the whole time she's in that movie as like the attractive like blonde girl that is kind of like maybe throwing some tension into the Peter and Mary Jane relationship. She's pregnant as they're filming that movie, and like there's scenes oh. where she's doing some like the on wire work, and she's like four months pregnant. <laughs> so like she she was hanging from ropes dangerously when she was pregnant. You know, Spider Man oh, Three. Oh, played Gwen Stacy. Holy shit! Or yeah, Gwen Stacy. But uh, but yeah, and then that movie, she's just like, just like YOLO on these tall high heels and like the the white dress she was wearing. Like I want to say in that Jurassic World, it's like, man, that, that's gotta suck trying to run in that whole outfit. <laughs> yeah, that can go bad fast. As as a fat man who's had to wear heels twice for reasons I don't want to discuss. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's a uh, dangerous territory. Yeah, I, th- the, everything in that movie felt really telegraphed. Like the little girl hiding, you know, and the stuff. It was like, oh, she's gonna be the one to figure out what's actually wrong. Like, oh, the the guy, this guy's clearly a bad guy, but he's not supposed to be obviously a bad guy. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It just felt like the laziest version. I felt like maybe an AI wrote it. I don't know. Yeah, this is machine learning the script. 
It was very disappointing because I, you know, like Jurassic Park 2 was like one of my favorite movies. People shit on it, but it's, it's fantastic. Uh, it, I love Jurassic Park. I love the first three movies, even if the third one's not great. Those are, they're better movies than this one, for sure. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah this one was just like, it's not bad. It's just like, why are we bothering, guys? Like, <laughs> Oh, no, this one's bad. Fallen Kingdom's bad. I would say Fallen Kingdom is bad. Like, is there's not a lot of cool moments in it. Yeah, it's just some of the cool moments are from the first one. It's just tedious and redone. Yeah, I would prefer if they just like did what they did with uh, the Star Wars Episode uh, Seven and like did a beat for beat fucking reboot. Just whatever. Here nor there. Um, the other thing I watched was uh, the Fire Festival documentaries. Have you seen these yet? I haven't seen either one. I, I, I've okay. seen people talk about it, and I've heard the different podcasts I've listened to. Yeah, homework you know, for next week. You need to watch it. They're good. They're very entertaining. Yeah, because like, it was like getting into the weird minutia of a few people talking about the fact that what what the I think it's the Netflix one is actually produced by the people that were doing the fucking yes, festivals. The social media. They were doing the social media. Yeah. They did a good job though. I I feel like God, they put out a lot of information. They really did. So I, I take it with a grain of salt, absolutely for sure. Yeah. But the, they did do a good job. The Hulu one is made by the guy who kinda got out from that yeah. group. And is right. talking shit about the group that made the Netflix one. I was like, yep. that's, that's, that's some streaming service shade right there when Hulu drops theirs first. And it's got a guy talking shit about the guys making the Netflix one. I would recommend watching the Hulu one first. But they, they're fantastic. They're um, equal parts funny. It's a bit late. Funny. Yeah terrifying and they will piss you off like <laughs> they're worth watching did you watch anything this week uh not really i've been um just trying to get through the day i've, I've been uh following a, a couple different uh random like smash bros tournaments and a few other you know fighting game events that have popped up because right that's another reason I wanted to do this format so we could talk about stuff like that and what we've been watching on YouTube or whatever. So. Yeah, I uh, I was thinking about rewatching a playthrough of Resident Evil Three. Yeah, just because like I remember so little of Resident Evil Three, and I never played through much of Resident Evil Six because Resident Evil Six was so like aggressively annoying and bad to me like i don't think i've played through any of them uh yeah because oh five because i because i you know i played resident evil one resident Evil two is one of my all-time favorite games and a game i i used to technically i guess speed run back in the day do we know yet is the new resident evil 2 good yeah i mean it's got like a 90 ish on metacritic Okay, literally the only thing I've heard is uh, Michael Jones from Achievement Hunter didn't like it, but he was just saying, like, it's not a game he enjoys. Yeah, I mean, it's it's 
they've doubled down on the traditional Resident Evil style. Because okay. uh, Resident Evil 7, I need to give another shot. Because I played Resident Evil 7 originally when it first came out. And I do believe some of the updates they've made to that game have kind of solved some of my personal issues with it. Was like okay. that game just felt so fucking slow. Like even yeah. just like your turn speed, you know, with your first person camera was like super fucking slow. And a lot of that was because of the the VR development. Because, you know... Really? Even with a controller? Yeah, because you can't... Short of making a whole different, like, VR mode, because you just play that game start to finish, drop in, drop out, into VR, yeah. or play regular. So Oof. I guess they didn't want, like, the base character model, like, moving too fast, you know, to reduce motion sickness. Mm-hmm. And, it, like, there, there were feelings of me, like, playing that game. And, like, the walk speed isn't increased uh if when you finish the game within like certain parameters you unlock running shoes <laughs> which lets your character move a little faster but like i said just turning left and right like the right. the way it felt just felt to me personally like oh this would be way better if i was just looking left and right and i'm turning slow because i'm not try, I'm, I'm trying not to like make myself dizzy if i'm wearing a fucking headset but I think they've kind of right. like patched some of that weirdness and made it like much more like stable and enjoyable for people that aren't playing in VR. Because uh, I, cause I loved what I had played Resident Evil 7 in the beginning, but it's just like, ugh. Like the, the, the longer I played, like the more like, like bad it felt like control wise. Right. Uh, but yeah, like I've, I've played all the Resident Evils. I mean, I've even played through. Uh, Revelations 1 and 2 which are pretty decent little co-op games what are those on Game Pass aren't they I believe uh, yeah Revelations and um, the re-release of the remake of Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil remake of the reboot of the (laughs) yeah uh, I think Resident Evil 0 and Resident Evil 1 and Revelations 1 are those worth playing uh, they're they're old Resident Evil essentially. Mm-hmm. Now the Revelations games are kind of more like um closer to the vein of Resident Evil Four and Five than they would be like the Resident Evil Zero and Resident Evil One are the old style like you know isometric camera or yeah. you know lock lock camera perspective kind of tank controls uh well, well zero and one still have tank controls they just look better and like have a lot of a lot of quality of life movements but they're not like Re- revelations you've got like full like third person control perspective and it's a two-player co-op game so it's it's yeah. it's closer to five just not as like immediately action oriented it's kind of putting in more of the like survival horror elements back into that kind of control scheme, but with really bad stories <laughs> personally, but that's, that's the majority of the Resident Evil games is like awful stories. You know what my favorite Resident Evil game is? What is that? It up right now. Resident Evil Gaiden for the Game Boy Color. Oh Yeah. 
I, I, I know, think that's the one I played the most. I'm looking at screenshots of it right now. <laughs> it looks so bad. Yeah, like, I, it's just like, I don't remember. Like, the only thing I really remember for Resident Evil 3 is, like, the majority of Resident Evil 3, like, you're having to deal with, like, the tyrant chasing you. Yeah. And at the end of it, you nuke Raccoon nope. City. Is Nemesis a tyrant? Yeah, basically. Okay, I thought it was his own thing. No, like, so, like, Mr. X, you've probably maybe seen in some of the trailers for Resident Evil 2, the remake. They went with, like, some old concept art of him where he's, like, wearing this cool trench coat, and now he's got this, like, sick fedora, so he just looks like... Like an like an old detective. This is just a giant monster chasing you through this right. police station that happens to be an art museum. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, the There's nemesis, <laughs> the nemesis that's chasing you because you know that's the subtitle for Resident Evil Three. Uh, yeah, I just remember like you're you're going in, and you're kind of like cleaning up some of the aftermath mess of Resident Evil 2 like I said you end up nuking Raccoon City I want to say at the end of that game right like I, I don't remember anything else outside of that but like I legitimately like like no hyperbole I played through Resident Evil 2 a hundred times or more so was he in the oh yeah he was see that's how little I played Resident Evil 2 I don't remember him in the game yeah, I, I want to say Mr. X doesn't show up until, like, the B run. So, like, you play through the A the A sequence as one character, and then he shows up in the B run for the next character. Hmm. But I did have the action figure with him and his claws out, though. <laughs> yeah, because the, in the, the Resident Evil 2, like, the, the original version, you used to be able to, like, fuck him up and like get some loot off of him like he'd like disappear for a minute after you knocked him out and there'd usually be like some ammo or like some health or whatever apparently uh in the remake like you you like blast this guy and he's hard to kill because everything's hard to kill in the the remake and he just takes a knee for a few seconds and it's like it's not really worth your ammo to even mess with the guy like you just you just really kind of got to run from him makes it a bit scarier yeah like all all the enemies are spongy and deadly yeah i'm looking forward to uh to watching a playthrough of that that's not a game that i would enjoy or play through but i know you know achievement hunter michael jones he's playing i think they're gonna play through the whole thing yeah a lot of people have started doing playthroughs of it i intend to get to it uh probably wednesday thursday i got two days off if i Nice. Finish some of the other stuff I've got. I'm just probably gonna power through that on my days off because I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, like the original Resident Evil Two in 1998, I literally picked cotton to buy that game. Like, dang, <laughs> rural Missouri is a sad, sad place. I get that. I uh, I mowed our lawn and worked with my dad doing electrical for SOCOM Two. So that's that's what when people were playing Final Fantasy and Resident Evil and shit, I was playing SOCOM. <laughs> played so much SOCOM two and three. It's ridiculous. Uh, we we should 
talk about the PlayStation 2 era someday, though. Yeah, because... For the- now, I want to talk about what we've been playing this week. So I got a couple of things. Um, so I played Subnautica, played a bunch of Subnautica. That game is just so fucking fantastic. Have you played it? I have not. Uh, I don't own it anywhere. Not even in the Epic Game Store? I wasn't going to install the Epic Game Store to to unlock a few games I'm never going to play on my PC, you know? Right now, they're giving away the Jackbox Party Pack, which is great. Uh, again, thing, yeah. things things I wouldn't play. Uh, Axiom Verge, they're giving away that next. Yeah, but I already own that. Like The majority of the gotcha. games they gave out, like... Yeah. The only one I considered maybe grabbing was Super Meat Boy. Because I own it on the PS4, but that's not the the actual soundtrack for Super Meat if, Boy. It's it's a different one that's not as good. And like a big chunk of playing Super Meat Boy is, is you know the soundtrack, and playing yeah. a different one that doesn't like fit as good, you know, stands out. So I, I if, thought uh, about grabbing Meat Boy, but no. You might you might know the answer to this. If I was testing a game that I had to sign an NDA for, can I say if I liked it? Yeah, you just can't list specifics about it. Oh, okay. I played Satisfactory from the Epic Game Store. I got I can't remember how I got a code to that. I think I just signed up for it. I really enjoyed it. Is that like the the weird little uh like you're just building uh like you build it's like Factorio but first person. Yeah, are you like on like a random planet? Yeah, yeah. Because I remember two years ago they had like an E three trailer for that. Was it two years ago? I thought it was this year. I, I want to say it may have been ago. two, but yeah, because I remember seeing the trailer. and The trailer was just like super cool and fun. It, yeah, it, yeah, it looks it, fantastic. It may have been just last year, and I'm. It I'm, was this year. I'm just old and losing my brain. That's fine. Me too. But, uh, yeah, I like games like Satisfactory and Subnautica. Like, Subnautica is also fucking terrifying. Like, you get real deep and you start hearing all these crazy noises and stuff and seeing these crazy things flying at you. And there's one creature that just, he sits on the floor of the ocean and just starts kicking up dust and coming after you and shit. Like, (laughs) um, but if you like... Minecraft or Ark or well Ark in particular games like that I would highly recommend Subnautica because you start off in this little pod and that's it you have to go out and get resources yeah because you're crash landed on this water planet and I don't think we know why we're crash landed yeah the the thing crashes and you're trying to find the like the rescue pods and get out the planet yeah you're trying to find survivors and everything Um, but then there is equipment scattered and they're in these little cargo crates and you scan them, you scan them or find so many parts of it. Then you add a new equipment. You can build an underwater base. Uh, you can build a base on land now. I'm pretty sure. Uh, you can find, you know, like a little water underwater scooter. It's like the little, um, propeller, like single person propeller. Uh, you can find like a little, you can build a submarine. I think it's called a sea moth. 
Uh, there, there's so much equipment for you to build. There's so much of your base to build. You can, you know, get an aquarium and your underwater base and put stuff in it to grow it for food. You have to drink water. Um, it, it's just, it's one of those games that, like, I, I was in on it on day one. Like, when it came out on Steam however long ago, I bought it. When it came out on Xbox, I bought it. It's... I am not as far into it as, um, uh, oh my God, what is the farming game I'm obsessed with? <laughs> Stardew or? Stardew, yes. Yeah. I'm not as far in this, into Subnautica as I am Stardew, but it's kind of that level of obsession because I just love it and I want to support it. Uh, and there's not, I don't have a whole lot of games like that, but Subnautica and Stardew are two of them. Did you ever check out Astro Near? Yes, I want to play that. Because that, that one just looks so like cool. ground level space Subnautica, essentially. Like, it has yes. a lot of the, the same even style, like menus. It felt like looking at this footage and remembering what I I'd started seen playing it because I think it, there's a free trial on Xbox. Yeah, it was in the, the past, yeah. whatever, or not the past, but the preview program. When I play a game like that, I'm like, this is cool. I have to fucking stop. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't want to spoil it. You know, like I played, uh, I went to a buddy's house, started playing my time at Portia, and went, I'm going to fucking love this and stopped. I just don't want to play it. I want to enjoy it. I don't want to play it for an hour and be like, oh, I missed that, or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I'm waiting for my time at Portia to come out on Switch. Yeah. That, that is a Switch game for me. Well, like, it's like uh, you're talking about NDA, the right now, like this weekend, uh, Storm Divers has their uh Oh, I got invited to that. Much more open beta. Like so the the beta going on now is not under NDA, but all the stuff I played is still technically under NDA. So all I can say is like, hey, I think that game has promise. You can get a code really? like pretty immediately if you go to stormdivers.com and sign up. So we give it a shot. Yeah, like it, it's uh, they they added the duo queue to test out for this beta, so like this beta you can stream, record, talk about. Uh, I didn't feel like getting back into it, just because I got so much other crap right now. I'm running through. Yeah, because I, I, I still gotta find a uh, uh, what you do um, battle royale. Oh, that's another thing we can talk about. <laughs> I played a. Uh, Black Ops. You play the Blackout. trial? Yeah, I play Blackout. I don't like it. Yeah, it's it's a very specific feel. You gotta get real adjusted to it to To, to me it's you know, you die so fast in Call of Duty and but you respawn. You're just fine. Not that you nah. fucking die and you gotta fucking wait forever. Like I feel like in PUBG and Fortnite if somebody runs up on me, I got it. Still got a chance. Somebody runs up, gets a drop on me, and blackout. I'm done. Yeah the the different areas like there's a, a massive amount of open air places where you can just be caught out and just go out fast, way way unexpected. And I think the other it happened like three times. Pissed me off so bad. I didn't hear the vehicles until they were literally running me. Yeah, that's that that's been a problem for some people. 
because they, I don't know, like, like I love like the the base feel of that game. Yeah, but like they're still like they just introduced like a new loot system on the consoles, uh, which I haven't been able to really check out just because I've been doing too many other things. Uh, the level three armor is still a problem in that game because level three armor just makes it to where you're not dying immediately. Like level three armor, like they've done a lot of things to like kind of nerf that thing down a little bit, Mm -hmm. but it's still ridiculous. Like it still like heavily rewards players for playing super conservative and just like, you know, being a vulture just coming in and, waiting to shoot somebody until after they've been in a fight and, you know, just hiding and waiting and keeping their armor as long as they can because they introduced armor plates and you can repair your armor. Level yeah. 3 armor is the only way to get headshot protection. So even if you see the guy in the level 3 armor and you got a big sniper rifle, only, like, one of the sniper rifles will, like, you know, potentially kill the guy with one shot, even if they had the level three armor. Otherwise you just hear clink and he just walks it off and he right. got a second to go, you know, not only heal himself, but heal his armor now. And you're like, well, fuck. Hey troll, are you using the old artwork? Uh, on the, the little screen there, that's, that's all I got. Oh, Okay. Short of just making the, the, the videos full screen. Gotcha. Okay, no worries. Just one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I just gotta find a battle royale. I fucking PUBG is my battle royale. Yeah. It's just so bad on Xbox. Uh I was gonna say I'm gonna go ahead and flip over to that. Uh I played a bit more Realm Royale. Yeah. So I'm waiting for that to I'm waiting for certain problems to get fixed there. So they've done some big changes with the most recent update. Okay. Um they they went into full open beta on at least the PS4, so I'd imagine the full open beta is now up on Xbox. So you don't need like any kind of special access. Uh but with PlayStation Plus, they were giving out the season two battle pass. What? Yeah. So, nice. So I was checking that out. That's the reason why I started up. I played like an hour, and at the end of the little hour I played, I, I got a win there. Ten kills. Felt good. But, yeah, they, they changed some of the systems. So, like, they've, like, shotguns are actually relevant. Oh, okay. That would be nice. Yeah, because I, I, there, there's a fight <clears throat> somewhere in this video where I come across a guy and like I hit him with like, you know, my special ability, and I'm I'm pinging him with the little SMG that I've got, which the SMG is absolute trash. But he all said he just like two shots me. I'm like Jesus, that thing destroyed me. Yeah, <laughs> and then I run away as my chicken. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's like they got rid of the chicken totems, so when you kill people, you don't just see like a little random chicken statue sitting there anymore. Um. The characters have progression now. Oh. So, like, you if you play a lot as your assassin, you level up. And some of the... Uh, Man, I'm going to get back in a Realm Royale, aren't I? <laughs> so, like, when you level up, like, they kind of brought some of, like, the 
the card deck bullshit from Paladins. Okay. Into Realm Royale. So basically, like, um, it's not like super stupid like it is in Paladins. It's just pretty basic. Uh, like you pick your class and it's got like the three perks, you know, that you normally have that you see in the menu. Like, okay, assassin, he uh, has blink and hidden. They cool mm-hmm. down 50% faster and then other stuff. So as you level up, you can swap those out with a different potential set of other like perks. It's like one of the perks for, uh, like when you're in chicken mode, like the default you have is like you move faster when you're in right. the chicken mode, but you can swap it with one that gives you more health when you're in chicken mode. Yeah. Uh, and one of the ones for one of the classes is like when you come out of the chicken mode, if you survive, you come back at full health. But oh. that's, you know, you got to level okay. up pretty far to unlock that for that character. That's pretty cool, though. Uh, one of the ones for the the assassin was the one I was mainly playing because they changed like what guns get a boost for them. So it used to okay. be revolvers got like the the damage boost, uh, but now it's only the venom pistol, which is like their class specific weapon. You know that you can forge for him, or okay. you uh, can find in some of the you know the open crates you go to. Right. But one of the things you can swap out for that that damage boost, that basic damage boost for like the heirloom rifle, which is just a sniper rifle without a scope, essentially. And the sniper rifle, they get a base damage boost. You can swap it out where headshots with sniper rifles do fifty percent more damage. So it's pretty much anybody you see is a guaranteed one shot headshot. But that's like a level twenty nine out of level thirty like perk, I want to yeah. say. So it's got like a little more depth. They still have a little bit too much, too much bullshit to keep up with as far as like yeah. what actually does what. There's still a few things that like I'd probably still strip out, but I think it's you know the healthiest spot it's been personally from what I've seen. I'll have to download it again for sure. And uh, they the, it controls a lot better, like as far as like physically aiming because. <laughs> The last few times I played it, it's like, oh no, they, what are they doing here? They've stripped some of the, some of the settings out that didn't actually affect anything, and they've streamlined it to where it makes sense. Yeah. So it's easier for you to actually know what the fuck each setting does, and sit there in like the training mode and tweak it, and you know, aim at these bots and figure out how it feels. Okay. Yeah, like it's it, it's fascinating. Like that that game is still slowly plugging along. Yeah, and uh, Smite's getting ready to come. Actually, it's out on Switch. February fifth might be when it goes uh, crossplay. Yeah, the yeah the the big update for most of the games that they had, where they had like full server downtime, was them doing like the back end updating to yeah be ready when they launch the crossplay. But as of right now, my PS4 wouldn't be eligible. Until they get into the program, you know, that yeah. so, so, until Sony gives them the okay, which right. they just gave the okay to Rocket League, but Rocket League doesn't have their party system yet, so it's just like filling right. in the queues. They, will. They, they plan to launch Rocket ID pretty soon, which will give you the 
crossplay party and progression stuff. So that's awesome. That makes me want to get it on Switch. I didn't really want to get that game on Switch, but now I do. So I think it's smart. Uh, I'm just looking forward to cross progression with Smite. I'd be playing it, you know, now, but I don't want to pay thirty dollars for the God Pack that I already bought. Yeah, a, a guy I work with, you know, my buddy Greg, he's just like so mad that he had bought like he he started trying to play Paladins on PC, and he saw Paladins the Founders Pack was on sale on PS4 for like twelve bucks one day. He's like, okay, I'll pick that up because you know there was a way to link your account at that time. Yeah, but it didn't really do anything, <laughs> right? And, and so he buys this thing, and all of a sudden he's like, "Well, where are my characters? Where's my where's my pack?" It's like, damn it! And so he kind of just like was just really mad, stopped playing for a while. Damn, but yeah, sucks. yeah. Once once they enable this, and he could you know theoretically yep. unlock that stuff across all his platforms, he'd probably be playing more Paladins again. Yeah, I wonder if Realm Royale is going to take a while for all that stuff. Since it's so early on in uh, development, uh, well, I mean, it was part of their blog post about it was, yeah, being in that list. I imagine since all you know the same building, essentially doing it all, and same engineers and all fronts. That's smart. They're they're gonna have three cross-platform cross-progression games like very quickly. Yeah, but that's that's high res. They're the the masters of you know the knockoff game, <laughs> the Kandamar. Uh That's okay, though. Someone's got to do it. You know, it's crazy. Like talking to that same guy, Greg, because uh, he's been the guy I've been Greg. like catch, catching a ride to work with since my truck is still not fixed. Shout out to Greg. Yeah, good guy. Got five kids. He's madman. Jeez. But uh. But no, we were talking about, you know, Ram Royale and like my playing. He's like, he brought up something. He's like, there's footage you can go find of like when Pal- but when it was just Paladin's Battle Royale and not Realm Royale. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. And it is like straight up like the Paladin's heroes in this kind of weird map doing yeah. Battle Royale stuff and like this is how weird and like. <laughs> How out, how out of whack and how like insane to have balanced that would have been if they stuck with that. Because right. you know they've already pulled out the engineer class. The engineer class doesn't exist anymore. Right. And yeah, like I said, this the game's in a good spot. I'm gonna be checking it out more. It'll be in my rotation of like, all right, I did my weeklies on Fortnite. There's nothing else I really want to get started right now. Nobody's on blackout. Let me run a few games of Realm Royale and keep it going. Say another thing I've been observing, not playing, is uh, the uh, loading screen simulator known as Anthem. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was funny to me. Like the a whole Discord group of people and different diff- Discords. Like everybody's like, "All right, let's check out the Anthem demo." And it's like loading screen, loading screen, and then even yeah. on their own official stream, it was like. Hey guys, we're having problems. And Troll is playing the uh, the official video right now. <laughs> so I hope you all enjoy that. Yes. It's a fantastic Oh look at that. Still loading. Yeah, still still exactly everything our our good pound Jacob saw. I will say, 
for full fucking clarity, I'm not mad about this. I'm a little disappointed, but like I haven't paid for anything. I wasted like 30 minutes of my time. Yeah. I also I just, you know, went on Reddit for that amount of time, so it's whatever. I would say the it's the demos still running yeah. through to the 3rd. Oh, okay. Is it going that long? Yeah, because the open beta is from the first through the third, so that's when I'm going to check it out. Okay. Okay. So yeah, they'll, they'll have it fixed. Yeah. I am excited to play it. Like, I really want to know how this plays. I think it's really interesting that like they've said, okay, we're adding a social area because you guys asked for it. Like, oh fuck, okay. Like, keep that up because that's gotta get you headlines and shit yeah that was the thing of like it was like when they showed off some of the things and they started showing off some of the uh customizations for your you know for your javelins and like how deep Actually, that I can go i don't want to look into any of it because i just want to experience it yeah but you know people were like immediately on their like developer streams and they were showing some of the stuff because they've been having like regular like developer preview streams of them showing off some things like over over the months. Yeah. Uh and then people are like, all right, we need we need a spot where you can walk around and like let other people see your shit and not be out in the middle of the world like doing bullshit. Right. So they added like this javelin garage essentially you can go to and that's cool. Yeah, man, like I'm excited. This is a game that like I'm ninety nine percent sure I'm gonna enjoy it. So I'm not you know, it's not something I'm worried about that but I do want to play it to make sure I'm going to enjoy it kind of thing. Yeah. It's one of those things where like, I I'm curious to try it out in this demo, but much like the division two monster hunter went, I'm going to enjoy that played it. Fucking hated it. Yeah. It's like, like much like the division two for me, it's like, I have zero interest in picking up either one of these games. Like, yeah. even if I, well, you don't really get into these kind of games. Yeah. But that's the thing is like, I like, I'm curious cause, cause my thing is, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna like this game and play it, mm-hmm. and I'm done. Like, especially with this yeah. game not having any kind of PvP mode, it was like that's the only reason I spent more than six hours playing Destiny One or Two. Because <laughs> that's about yeah, how I long do. it takes to play the stuff in either one of those games. Right. I do think it is very unfortunate that this game is coming out a month. Just like a month exactly, almost probably, uh, before the division two. Yeah, because it's they're they're third person, you know, looter shooters. And division two looks so fucking good. I'm so excited for that game. It just, I if if this game had come out in September, October, or something like that, like if at least a few months away from division two, I would have bought it. Yeah, but then you wouldn't have, you probably wouldn't have, because you would have been playing Forsaken. Would have been playing what Division Two? No, no, like had it come out in like last September, like it would have been going up against Destiny. Oh, I mean this coming September. Yeah, this coming September, they yeah they they probably just like hey, we got to get it out for the year. Yeah. To meet our spreadsheets. That's very true. Got to hit them quick math. What that was. But it's it's whatever. It's gonna do well. Division two is gonna do well. Division two might fucking cannibalize Destiny. <laughs> I, I I I, I kind of hope so, but that's oh don't hope. 
So, so, so that's the thing is like I just I kind of want to talk about it real quick because uh, we haven't done a podcast since, uh, you know, they broke We've up the band. Really done a deep dive on Destiny. Well, you know, Destiny, you know, is finally broke loose from Activision. Oh fuck, that's right. We haven't talked about that. No, we I'm haven't. so excited. I'm so excited about it, and I don't want to talk to you about it because you're going to have something terrible to say. <laughs> I'm not going to have anything terrible to say. Like, it's like, I'm not like, listening. like, it's like, nah, it was nah, weird nah, to nah, me. Nah, nah. The just, just, just briefly, like the 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 surprise in people's voices that weren't paying attention is like, what do you mean, you know, Bungie gets to keep the Destiny IP? How did Activision let that through? It's like, well, no. Bungie's always had Destiny. Like, this is always just, hey, Activision, you pay us some money to be able to make this thing, and you'll get most of the money from it, and we keep it when we're done, and we move on. Yeah, what scenario does Activision keep Destiny? Because then what the fuck happens to Destiny? Like, Vicarious Visions take over everything? Yeah, because there's two or three studios that had been doing secondary work with Bungie on both Destiny 1 and 2. Vicarious Vision yeah. primarily did the PC version of Destiny 2. They, they had the, a lot to do with Forsaken. Well, they also did the entire port of the PC launch version of Destiny 2. Right. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of unknown questions like we don't have answers for yet as to like... So Destiny 2 on PC is still on the the blizzard launcher like yeah and it will be for the time being i guess yeah like they the bungie has assumed all publishing rights so i'm curious where that's gonna end up where where, when that's finally gonna fork off (laughs) uh yeah like epic store like seems prime to pick up like future release stuff and like i i'm kind of saddened personally that uh, like the the smart business decision and the decision like statements they've had from uh, people at Bungie since this went down is like oh no they're they're sticking to Destiny for a while and like well fuck yeah you want something different it's like you know don't make something mediocre again guys come on <laughs> but uh, uh they had the hundred million dollar like investment from NetEase the Chinese company right. And a lot of people kind of assume that might have been like, you know, them developing new IP. NetEase primarily focuses on like free to play and mobile games, mm-hmm. which, you know, Bungie is a fairly large studio. They could have a small team crank out some new stuff for NetEase, but I have a feeling a lot of people have kind of been going this way that, oh, NetEase is probably just buying into the, to the Destiny business currently. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. The uh, the Epic Store seems like the perfect place for them to go to because that's where Division Two is going. Like, yeah, you get fucked, Valve. Um, Apparently, I'll tell you. Like, I'm excited for what's going to happen now with Destiny, and you're like, because you know a lot of the stuff, a lot of these stupid decisions have been blamed on Activision, but now I'm kind of like. And I always wondered then was it was it really Activision? Yeah, that's the thing is like one of the first things I saw on Reddit, uh, like the day like the announcement, the official announcement came out about Activision and Bungie splitting is like one of the top top comments that ended up voted is like goodbye Eververse, and I was like, no, don't think that. There's oh, no, no reason to, to assume that's going to go away. Like, why? 
<laughs> Why would you That's assume? Like, how do we know for a fact that was an Activision thing? Yeah. We don't. There's we, no way. We don't. And also, it's free money. Like, maybe yeah, no, Bungie... I think Eververse, Eververse is fine. They yeah, can leave like, yeah, but there are people that just, like, conceptually just disagree with the existence of microtransactions. Just it, yeah, whether or not they... Whether or not they actually believe that or that's just the rhetoric they're going off of, like, internet personalities tell them they should be mad about yeah. it. Uh, and yeah, because Eververse is such a fucking weird thing because, like, you get so many of the engrams that give you stuff from Eververse that it's just – none of it's important. It, it, that's a whole other conversation. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, this is where I you get to tell see – Bungie, like, you can't fuck up because you don't have anyone to blame this on. Yeah, like – this is going to be the interesting part of like what now that Bungie has the big boy pants, like yeah. how well like uh, poor like Deej and whoever the community managers are these days, like deal with like mm-hmm. the internet hate coming at them because like they already have to deal with the casual and the hardcore audience hating each other and mm-hmm. you know being mutually exclusive from one another. It's like, well, guys, like Destiny, you kind of do this to yourself. Like, <laughs> like you, you were kind of lost in your development of Destiny Two specifically, and you really kind of created this rift of like the the fucking gatekeeper ass Destiny fans. That was like, uh, what? No, you got to be this light level. We're not gonna talk to you if you don't have this gun to do this raid. Like, like the bullshit I've dealt with randomly talking to people when the the brief dives into destiny i had is like yeah like and some of these were my I, own I mean, personal friends you know? i put a bunch of time into it and I'll, I'll i have friends that they're like how do you not have you know x thing it's like oh because i don't have I, you know the like the whisper of the worm the quest to do that is fucking crazy i just don't want to be bothered for a sniper rifle that's pretty good like yeah but yeah, that was that was like the thing of like d- launch Destiny Two was like just hyper casual, and yeah, it, like that that was appealing to the people that dropped in and bought it, you know, day one. But most of those people weren't coming back, as is evidenced by like the disappointing numbers Activision was complaining about on the DLC sales of mm-hmm. the previous expansions and Forsaken specifically. Thus, you know, like all the weird, like, uh, parents arguing quietly while the kid's sleeping. <laughs> right. The fucking pre-divorce arguments. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so I, I'm, I'm really curious to see where that goes. Like, I, I wish them the best. Uh, cause I, I, like, regardless of my, my personal dislike of the entire existence of what Destiny's trying to be. And the execution I mean, I'm with on you, it. man. I want, I want another Bungie game. And it's just like, like I'm, I'm it doesn't make sense for them to do anything but Destiny for a while. Because, um, I don't imagine they're going to do Destiny three anytime soon. It's probably going to be. Least- well, supposedly after this round of DLC, we're going to start seeing and hearing a lot more about Destiny three. I hope that's not true. I would, I if I had my way, I would just have Destiny Two be it. This be the platform for all future DLC and whatnot. Yeah, expansions and. Also, you know, I don't know the kind of investors outside of, 
you know, net ease of that hundred million, like a hundred million wouldn't be able to fund another Destiny. Like that's not enough money. Like Yeah. <laughs> it's like where are they gonna get this the, these investments to make the infrastructure uh you know, like there's so many questions about like the future. It's like, hey, if you expect the Destiny three anytime soon, expect it to be smaller and lower production values. Yeah. And I don't know if I want to start over for a third time. Yeah, that's that's also the big problem of like like you would hope at least if they did make another Destiny, they actually like mm-hmm. really expand and not just Destiny one point five like, is so many people still complain about Destiny two. Yeah. Well, no, I think there was a big jump in technology from Destiny one to two that was needed. Yeah, for like the basic shit, but it's still the yeah. same three enemy types. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, and even like when they were like, "Oh, we're getting a new enemy," is like, "Oh, they're fucking frozen thrall." Like what? Yeah, like frozen. you fucking you fucking reskin like it's a fucking mid nineties JRPG. You just gave it a different color yeah. schemes. You fucks. But and a different name. It was like forsaken. Yeah, but they're they're even. Oh, sorry. There are even little dudes that explode, and a guy that hits hard, and a big dude, and like, <laughs> yeah, and like, like I, like, like I said, I, I wish him the best, but yeah, if you're expecting a, a, a new Destiny anytime soon, lower your expectations. Don't assume microtransactions aren't gonna stay a thing. And uh, yeah, like, like hopefully they they sort it out because you know Insomniac has sorted it out for a lot of years. Because, uh, you know, like, Bungie is probably the only other, like, independent studio in America the size of a studio like Insomniac or Epic Games. Yeah. Yeah. Although I do believe, well, it, I, Epic may be publicly traded because they had, you know, a lot of, like, stock buyout from different investors. I'm not certain. So I don't know if... Epic Games still technically qualifies as as an independent studio, but yeah, it's fascinating. Ubisoft's like, too big. Yeah, I I I wish wish Bungie the best. Absolutely, I can't wait till Division Two comes out though. That because I feel like they've learned a lot of lessons from the, the first Division and Destiny One and Two, and uh, hopefully they'll have more than loading screens from Anthem. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen people playing today like they've sorted out a lot of yeah. it and people are getting in regularly now but I'll tell you the biggest reason I was disappointed was because I finally got it to work was walking around the town talking to the people looking at the people like god damn this game looks good and then you, I get in the fucking javelin go on a mission and it just loads forever <laughs> it's so disappointing but it's fine. I'll get to play it probably tomorrow. I mean, they have, they have a billion fucking people fixing it. Yeah, because apparently, like, the primary issue wasn't even like the servers crashing from overload. It was a whole other like backend like software issue, like contacting yeah. their infrastructure. But this is why we do these tests. Yeah, that's like, why I'm not upset because I'm just kind of like, Ooh, we found the problems. Because, yeah, like, people were even having, like, frame rate issues because of, like, the loading into the area with the server and the game. Like, 
like when the, when it was loaded, like the game was fine. It was just like the weird like transitions from area to area. <clears throat> As it was having like a bad internet connection, it was like dipping frame rate to catch up to like the renders of like positional data. I guess it was it was yeah. some weird some weird tech stuff. And one thing that I have got the the Bioware blog pulled up here because uh, there are account flags that grant player things like their pre-order incentives and demo access during the demo weekend, but because of a combination of entitlements, it blocks access to the demo. Yeah. (laughs) It's just silly shit. Like, it's whatever. Well, also... I've said this before on the show. In a year or so, when this game has been out for a while and people fucking love it, we'll forget about this. Yeah, it's like, I mean, people, people, you know, eventually got over like Destiny One launch being as fucking hideous as it was. My favorite <laughs> comment I've seen on Reddit today, especially on the, the Anthem stuff, somebody said, "I survived the Diablo Three launch. I'll survive this." Yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah, Diablo 3, like, there was, like, a few months there where people just couldn't play it. Like, like yeah, legitimately. Diablo 3 had all kinds of fucking problems. The cash store and... Yeah, I'd that forgotten, was like, like, how long the cash store was actually up. Yeah. And it, that, that game had all kinds of problems, and it's one of the still one of the best games out right now. But uh, I do want to transfer away from gaming a little bit. I want to quickly go through a couple topics here before we wrap up the show because we are over an hour. Yeah. I want to talk about some of our favorite things. Some of our favorite things. Uh, <laughs> who is your top three YouTubers? Go. Uh, for me personally, it's, it's hard to say because I, I, don't, I don't actively seek out a lot of specific YouTubers. Okay. I, I I guess technically, as far as like stuff I've actually watched currently, uh, that would probably be like the kind of funny guys, Easy Allies, and other than that, like I don't have any regular drop-ins other than like going and searching for a specific thing, and yeah. then maybe like deep diving on like that person's stuff like if i'm like interested from the one thing i looked for like i was talking earlier today on the ride home with you know a guy from work greg uh like i went down this rabbit hole spiral uh from reddit on this guy called the lock picking lawyer hmm. this is a guy like like finds these different locks and things and he you know, he like cracks them open like super high speed. Like you spent one hundred fifty dollars on this lock, and he got it open in four seconds. Like <laughs> I was like, hey, like these are the ones you should probably you know believe in. These are the ones that have like a good like warranty policy to like cover theft. Like if you report it, right? Things like that. But you know, like I saw somebody today in a Discord post like a video from this from from one of the rooster teeth affiliated group sugar pine seven right and like the picture of the guy i was like he looks exactly like goddamn cory barlog you know the director of god of war is like <laughs> is he trying to look like cory barlog and they're like no well, i was like then why the fuck does he look like young cory barlog right now <laughs> like, like who is this fucking guy 
Yeah, I've got a lot of YouTube channels liked. Because there are certain people like uh, Houndish and Eric's Gaming that I go to for Destiny stuff. And then, uh, like, I, I gotta listen to more Colin. Colin's Last Stand and uh, Side Quest. Yeah, like, I, I see, the thing is, is, like, even with, like, Easy Allies, kind of funny, Giant Bomb, like, I've always been more of a, a podcast listener. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, like, you know, I, I work in a job where I can kind of just keep, like, one earbud in and keep, keep up on podcasts. I have a commute. I can keep up on podcasts. I play some games. I can just have one ear again, you know, plugged in and mm-hmm. the other ear be game audio. So yeah, like the, the video podcast is a foreign thing to me, but I do keep up with, uh, occasionally, like if I happen to open up my YouTube page, like when one of those guys posts like an actual, like interesting feature, like when he does like the side quest videos, yeah, like I'll watch those every now and then, but it's just like, it's so far out of my way from my normal routine uh, that that it's, it's hard to keep up. I, I I watch way more Twitch than YouTube personally. Yeah, see, I I've mainly watched YouTube. I think my top three, probably Achievement Hunter, and kind of funny, and Yogg's Cast. Those are the three like I probably couldn't live without because I watch them so much. Um. And like my but but that being said, my favorite podcast is probably like Joe Rogan and Rooster Teeth. But uh, yeah, I I just figured we, so I wanted to get that out. I also wanted to we'll talk a little more about that in future episodes. I would love to do like a YouTube centric episode. What are your top three favorite movies? Top three favorite movies? Yeah. Ah, uh, I mean, again, it's one of those things where. Like I don't, I don't Just think right about off the top of your head. that we'll, we'll much. We'll dive on this another day. Uh, uh, let's see here. I mean, mo- mo- most of the ones I immediately think of, like like I I think back a lot to Castle of Cagliostro. It's like one of the one of the early Studio yeah. Ghibli films. It's a uh, Lupin the Third, like I've talked about, like. You know, that probably being like my favorite anime series of all time. We gotta have an anime episode, man. <laughs> Because, <laughs> yeah, like, like I, I, I can deep dive bullshit and explain anime to a lot of people pretty pretty well. But, uh, I mean, outside of that, like, one of my favorite movies as a kid, you know, Aliens. Okay. Uh, like, I, I watched that way too much. Because, like, like, as a kid, like, predominantly, like, all the movies I watched were, like, uh, like martial arts films and, like, horror movies. Like, this... Just VHS rentals are like the worst shit like a six year old to nine year old should be watching. <laughs> See, and that's gonna be another good episode because I didn't watch any of that shit. <laughs> yeah, like that's all I watched. Like I remember I'd be talking to people, it's like you're watching Rugrats? It's like, uh, that cartoon bored the ever loving fuck out of me. <laughs> I was I was watching a guy get like uppercutted with a pickaxe and like my bloody Valentine and <laughs> like the 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 flying headsman of like the guys, the flying guillotine, like the Chinese movie about this group of assassins that throw like this weird cage over people's heads and pull and like decapitates people. I think I've seen that. Yeah. Before. You've probably seen like the gif. Uh, it's terrifying. Yeah. Like, 
And then, and then realistically, probably one of my other favorite movies of all time, uh, that it's also James Cameron, like True Lies. Okay. Like, like you want to talk about like just a movie that's just like so goddamn fun. Like, <laughs> I would love to do like each week we give each other a movie you have to go watch. I think that would be interesting. Yeah, because because I've never seen True Lies. You've never seen True, yeah. So True Lies is like the perfect, like again, like it, it's it's a parody of itself essentially. Like True True Lies is your Arnold Schwarzenegger, like at it like his peak. It's James Cameron like at his peak. I think that movie came out in like '94, so it came out after. Ah, okay. It it came out after like Terminator Two, so he was already like hustling. Uh like Tom Arnold's like his buddy like it's 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 it, it's a parody of like the crazy action movie of the time but also being a better action movie than most of those yeah. but yeah it's, it's it's good stuff but yeah I have a feeling like I would go down the deep rabbit hole of weird shit if we're talking about other movies <laughs> it's like yeah, like I, I I'd send you down the the Terry Gilliam route I think my three movies I love right off the top of my head is Saw, probably 80 of them. I love those fucking movies. Um, Clerks, the first one especially, and uh, the Street Fighter 2 movie, oh. the animated movie. Yeah, the animated movie that it's so like, fucking inex- inexplicably good. has like corn music in it. It's ju- It's just so fucking good. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about watching it again. Actually, I need to get Kimberly to watch that because she's not really into anime. But that's just that's a good movie. Have you watched any of the series, like the actual like thing that was based on the, the same style? Like they they had a a short lived like couple of episodes. I have series. it. Yeah. I own it. I don't remember. I must have watched it, but I don't really remember. I might have to go back and watch it. Sorry, I had to sneeze. Yeah, I might have to go back and watch it when I watch the uh, movie. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and Clerks is just, like, one of the best movies ever. I'm a massive Kevin Smith fan. It's another YouTube channel I watch a fucking lot is Kevin Smith. Yeah, like, the the only thing I, th- I think I regularly keep up with from Kevin Smith these days is Fat Man Beyond. Yeah. A.K.A. used to be... Uh, Fat Man on Batman. Yeah, that's that's a fantastic podcast. Yeah. I have to have a favorite podcast episode. <laughs> uh, what would you say is your top three favorite games? Top three all time? Uh, just quick. Just quick yeah, well, yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, like, in that, in that list, they'd probably have to go. Uh, it feels weird that they're all PS2 games now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, but yeah, that was like the the most formative. Like, okay, era. I don't think it's weird at all. Uh, but yeah, I mean, top three would probably be Resident. Well, Resident Evil Two is a uh, PS One, but yeah, Re- Resident it? Evil Resident Evil Two was like super important in my life. Like, like I I can tell you, right, that's one of those games where people would have died otherwise. Like, <laughs> I I legitimately yeah. would have killed people without that game. Uh. <laughs> Uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 and Shadow of the Colossus. 
I think for me, it would be uh, SOCOM 2, Minecraft, and Stardew Valley. That makes sense. That, that's, that makes an odd amount of sense. <laughs> yeah. SOCOM 2 will forever be like one of my absolute top favorite games just because of the amount of time I put into it and the like the people I met playing that game and just I have so many good memories from that game. You know, it's so weird because like, like I never once played a single SOCOM game online. They're, they or they were fucking fantastic. Like but I, they were I also, I, I only ever knew them from their single player experiences because like I have this deep weird memory of a PS2 demo disc of the first SOCOM game. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I I played it a lot. We were one of the top 500 clans in on SoCom or something like that. So yeah, I played that game online a lot. Met some good friends that yeah, I wish they knew what the hell they were now. Uh, and the last topic we can quickly go over is favorite like musician or musical group, music act, whatever the fuck. I think uh, for me probably Lincoln Park uh Run the Jewels is getting up there man I, I just listen to their stuff and it's so good but um Lincoln Park probably by Chemical Romance and Kanye West <laughs> <laughs> God that was hard to say yeah I was just like yeah, that that speak that speaks to you, to the wrestling fan and you that. <laughs> so, so, I appreciate Kanye. Yeah, like there, there, there's a level of appreciation if even if you didn't like his music, like the the persona of Kanye. I guess I think it's hilarious that people hate him. Yeah, well, he he does say some absolutely ridiculous shit sometimes. He knows it. Yeah, he is well aware. And I just think it's fucking hilarious. People are like, oh, you're so stupid. Okay, you keep talking about him. <laughs> what about you? Uh, like one one of the one of the things that immediately pops in my mind would be Tom Waits. Oh man, you're yeah, Tom Waits guy. Oh yeah, like like he's one of those guys. Like first time I heard him, I was like, holy shit, who's this? Who's this crazy old guy? What did I? I just recently heard him or saw him in. Yeah, he's been in movies. He, he he's uh he he's done some acting before. Like he's like this weird like uh like uh I guess pawn shop vendor in like the beginning of the Book of Eli. He's in Castle Rock. Holy shit. I, yeah. need, I need to watch that. Uh he's in a couple different like one of the Terry Gilliam movies. Like in the the last movie uh Heath Ledger was, you know, in before he died uh the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus, like he like he plays Satan. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think I must have heard him in something. Cause I'm looking through like his recent IMDb's. Yeah, I just I remember like is that fucking Tom Waits? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even a big Tom Waits. Well, I guess I'm a big Tom Waits fan. He's really good. Yeah. Who else? Like if if we're talking like super important in my early life, that's still yeah. Like, one of those things I come back to and early unf- life, late life. Uh, un- unfortunately, last year uh, we lost another guy from the band Pantera. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, Daryl, old dime bag, you know, he had the unfortunate event of getting shot to death at a concert yeah. quite a few years back. And then his brother, Vinny, passed away last year. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, I, Damn. As, as a young kid growing up in Dallas, and that's, you know, kind of where they blew up from. Like, mm-hmm. uh, the Abbott brothers are from that area. And that's kind of where they started most of their stuff. Like that, that that was like the closest thing to religion I had in my life as a real young kid. Okay. Yeah, like like I was telling, you know, my buddy Greg, like going to see those guys live because he never got a chance to see them. Like, like I was like eight years old at a Pantera concert and got beer thrown on me from the stage. Like, Damn. <laughs> yeah, because so, like at a lot of their live shows, like in the small club venues or smaller theaters like a lot of times they'd roll out like a cart of like solo cups like with only like a third of the bottom filled up with beer so they could flick them to the audience you could catch them they'd not spill <laughs> you know it's funny that i was watching uh yeah joe rogan podcasts and they were talking about stained for some reason the band yeah Something about him and the guitarist from uh, Limp Bizkit got into an argument. I can't remember which podcast it was. They were watching a video of the lead singer from Stain and Trevor Rogan's like, he's fucking drunk. Yeah, like. <laughs> you look and you're like, oh, fuck, he probably is. Yeah. he does look like it. Yeah, old David Draymond, he's, he's, he had uh, problems. He is seems that? He seems to have his shit together. I'm, no, I'm thinking of I'm, I'm thinking of disturbed. You're you're thinking of yeah. yeah. You're, you're talking about disdain. Someone someone was talking about disturbed earlier today. And, stained yeah, is, stained. Uh, Aaron Lewis. Yeah, he. Yep. He had yeah real bad substance problems there for a while, and he had a few country albums. So you had uh, Pantera, Tom Waits. Who's your third? Third. Uh, that that one that one's weird. To think about, uh, okay, yeah, because like like my my music, like my Spotify recommendations are so fucking confused, because <laughs> because because I go down so so many like odd tangents and rabbit holes of like, all right, today I, hear you, I got Lincoln Park and you know fucking My Chemical Romance and Metallica and then Run the Jewels and um, yeah, like literally I looked at like name? like heavy rotation stuff and it, it yeah it showed some yeah. run the jewels because i've re-listened to a bunch of their stuff recently had like this uh uh japanese edm playlist then i had tom waits then i had uh this metal playlist i'd made and then i had a uh, african uh, like uh traditional drumming well yeah and that's what i was about to say like the other reason i we changed the format of this podcast is because uh Brian of the future heels, he's always bringing me this fucking obscure fucking music. Tell me about this band called the who, but it's spelled H U and they're a band that uses just, um, Mongolian instruments and they're fucking fantastic. Yeah. Like, like that's the kind of like weird stuff I stumble across. It's so good. Yeah. My, my Spotify is like, you know, all that metal and emo and then rap and then pop, and then the dead south, and this is yeah. so fucking all over the place. 
but that, that it's fun. It's nice to not be stuck in a rut in like a box because I just I can't imagine living that way. It yeah, it, it, it's so weird to me. Like the amount of people, uh, like being be, being only a, listen to country. Yeah, they only listen to like modern country, like the awful like like hyper commoditized like pop country that's all about like beer and tractors and like the the weird like gentrification of black music repurposing it to young white people <laughs> otherwise known as Elvis yeah <laughs> uh, well at least at least Elvis had some dignity and wrote a lot of his own stuff yeah <laughs> now now they literally have like factories of you know songwriters and music producers finding people that they do fit an image like like they're they're making country artists like they used to make boy bands yeah i remember uh when we had him on i think we had him on future gamers jeremy when he found out that lincoln park was a band that was like put together it crushed him oh yeah like fucking crushed him <laughs> He still likes them, but it was just like, oh, it's not a natural thing where they met each other. And <laughs> no, you know, well, again, you got to think of like the story of even a guy like Elton John. It's like, like here's this guy. He's like, he 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 happened to meet a guy at like an audition for something. And it's like, well, hey, you can you can sing and play instruments, but you can't write a song for to save your life. This guy's a right. sh- shit musician, but he can write a beautiful song. Hmm. And that's the guy he's been working with for like 50 years now. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, like the, the the random organic experiences. But then again, you come across like, you know, other musicians like, 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 oh, no, like that person, like, never wrote any of their own music. Like they, they only like did. Songs. I don't think that I don't think that detracts from them, though. Yeah, like, like. Frank Sinatra never wrote his own shit. Like he only know that he only, you know, did songs people wrote. Okay. You know, but that was like the norm. Like, then like the, so Frank Sinatra and Elton John, they didn't write their own stuff. Yeah. They're still like the most most talented motherfuckers that ever walked this planet. Yeah. Like, like Frank Sinatra still picked a lot of his like personal band and like he picked a lot of the, the actual people to work with to write his songs. So like they, they had a, they had a talent to spot like the things yeah. that fit with, you know, who they were, but you know, you, you find people that make your weaknesses strengths. Yeah. Like there's, there's a lot of, you know, comedians that had people write for them. You know, even Richard Pryor at his height of being a legend, you know, had other people writing for him. Just like, I'm, I, I'm a vanilla a boring person, so I found the weirdest motherfucker on the internet and made a podcast with him. <laughs> yeah, geez, where is Bob anyway? Yeah, sure, I'm talking about Bob. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure, sure, yeah. Um, hey, 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 Ben. So on that note, I think we'll go ahead and wrap this up because we're uh, my my boy should be waking up. Yeah, soon. And then we're about oh, at an hour and a half, boy. <laughs> so, uh. I don't have an outro for this show either. Yeah, we don't really have anything. Uh, just ex- expect more of this. Uh, we're going to get back onto our regular schedule here of doing this yeah. normally. Where can they find you, Troll? Uh, at, as always, Trollbeard with the underscore. I'm on you know, Twitch, Twitter, 
get a hold of me, stop by, say hi. I'm always goofing around somewhere. And I'm on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, uh, Best of the Realm. Facebook is Best of the Realm Gaming. Uh, you can find all these things. Um, tomorrow, I'm watching the Royal Rumble. Hopefully, we're, I'm doing a podcast with uh, the Heels. Probably not, though. So, Hopefully, uh, the boys are getting back together. You gonna you gonna use like the the idea I had for the 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 <laughs> the best name for wrestling podcast ever for that one? What was that one? I don't remember. The Royal Ramble. I bet you somebody's got that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Now I want to change the name of all of our shows. Now change this one. <laughs> oh, maybe not. Maybe not. May or actually, no. I'm saying maybe not. People, have, somebody has the Royal Ramble. Oh, yes, they did Royal Ramble podcast. This is not a shout out to them. <laughs> fuck off them. Yeah, he beat it, stupid. <laughs> They're in Australia. Yeah, they can definitely fuck off. Yeah. Just kidding. Well, there's a couple of Royal Rambles. Yeah, like like it, it was just too too good of an idea. Like that's like, okay. Digital recess is not an original idea. No, definitely. We just not. have to become bigger than the old show. <laughs> I was told not to do it, but here we are. Giggity. So yeah, thank you for listening to the podcast, guys. Uh, go support us. Tweet about us. Tweet, just tweet at us while you're listening. Tweet at us right now, because I'm telling you to. Leave us a review. Uh, find us on Facebook. Uh, I'm going to bed now. Me too, bud. Bye. Bye. <laughs>